Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Creative Culture. Once again, my name is Joey, and this is your boy Nemo. Guys, we got a. Uh, we just had a a good conversation last week, but we're in the same clothes. Yeah. Um. About um. The Boss Podcast collab that we just did. Uh, today we got a new subject, new a title, topic for you guys. It's gonna be yeah. solid foundation, man. I know we kind of recapped a little bit on the Boss Podcast uh, uh, collab last time with about soft Christians, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to emphasize a little bit more on having a solid foundation in God and what does that look like, you know? Yeah. So just kind of dive a little bit deeper into it. It's not going to be a long, yeah, long yeah. podcast, 20, 30 uh, minutes or so. You know, I think we'll be good. Maybe 30 hours. Who knows? I don't know. 30 hours, no. maybe 50. <laughs> maybe maybe a whole 24-hour podcast. No. We might see us doing some shout dances, maybe some, some <laughs> tutorials. <laughs> No, I think this is a great topic, man. I mean, you had a conversation Friday night. Uh, we had a great conversation Friday night about foundations. And when our foundations have been shaken, we've had people to come help us repair it. Yeah. Uh, or help uh, make sure that it's still strong. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, if your foundation is not on God, well, your foundation would always be weak. I believe God is the glue that holds all of the foundation together. Yes. If anything, he is the foundation. He's the foundation. Uh, the reason why my wife and I are foundation. good. Why are my wife and I good? Because my foundation is Jesus in is in your, it's in your life. Yeah. You know, the reason why I can be a good dad is because my foundation is in him. Yeah. Uh, how do I become a good father? By making sure my foundation is in the father. You know, that's just the way it is. Okay. You know, I'm about to rap. No. <laughs> uh, but I think this is a great topic because, man, so many, so many people nowadays, uh, just in life in general, their foundations are shaken by any little thing. Yeah. COVID in 2020 shook a lot of people's foundation. Yeah. A lot of people's uh, foundation were gone. Yeah. L literally speaking and, and spiritually speaking. Like you guys seen, you guys know the, uh, the little nursery run about three little pigs, right? Yeah. Man. Foundation was on straw and some whatever else they, they made the little I pig was, house. I was just telling Ashley this uh, and my mom yesterday. We were talking about it. We said, uh, if my foundation is in sand, I'll be sinking. But when my foundation is on rocks, it's hard. Mm -hmm. Meaning as in when rocks are hit with water, when rocks are hit with tornadoes when they're hit with uh tsunamis and, and hurricanes what happens with the sand the sand disintegrates and goes in the air quickly yeah. rocks takes a lot harder for it to move yeah because it's it's stronger um, stronger heavier sturdier man but rooted deeply rooted, rooted is what we deep. want to talk about not just deeply rooted not just foundation but that deeply rooted right when we're talking about trees right they got these roots and typically that big old tree that got me in the middle yeah that thing is like 30 some years old, 40. No, I lied. It's like 100 years old, I think. Mm -hmm. That tree is so deep. They said, this is a deep rooted tree. It's going to cost you this much money because it's that deep in the foundation. That's how much harder it is gonna, to be able to remove exactly. it. Exactly. Um, I, I, I'll share a story. Go ahead. I'll share this because my foundation for the last couple of years uh, has been very tested. To see if my, my foundation was in sand, was built on sand, really. Um, last year, my wife and I had just recently moved to, to back to Fresno. Yeah. I went, uh, you know, I had a great paying job. I'm not going to lie to you. I had a good job, man. Monday through Friday, was working as a as a contractor for Stanford University, Stanford Hospital. Really great. Really great. Like, shout out to, he knows who he is. I got his kicks on. <laughs> he, he blessed your boy. But, uh, <laughs> you know, my foundation was good. At that moment, it was great. I felt the call. I felt God saying, all right, time to go over there. We moved back to Fresno. 
and foundation was tested mm-hmm. because things didn't go like they were supposed to for us financially, even yeah. our living situation. Things end up false promises, a lot of false promises. Yeah, but and uh, I think last year in September when I got COVID was really when my foundation was tested because if I'm being honest, COVID almost took me out. I'm being in the hospital for eight days, almost passing away. No, I'm not saying almost passing away, but my, my oxygen level was under 30, was in the low, low 30s. Uh, and just for you guys to know, it's supposed to be in the 90s, right? Yeah. 90s, bro. That's a lot. That's, that's what, 60? Yeah. And immediately dropped and... Man, dude, it's hard for me not to share this without crying, dude, Uh, because that's when I knew my foundation was strong in God, especially that day, that night, Uh, the second night that I was there, second or third night um, that I was there. I remember praying to God and I was just like, God, the doctor just came in here and said that I might go to, you know, ICU because there's just not much we can do. Uh, Three IVs, they're giving me platinum, they're giving me all kinds of liquids and all kinds of antibiotics to make sure, you know, to try to try to get my oxygen to come up. Nothing was working. And I remember that night I prayed and doctor even doctor even advised me. I'm not going to mention the hospital because I don't want the doctor to get in trouble. But I remember the doctor advising me, hey, I heard people praying for you. Make sure you pray. Tell them to pray harder. Uh, long story short, that night I had a prayer, a very deep prayer, crying, was in tears, couldn't even really talk. And I just said, God, you know, my daughter. The first thing I said was, God, my daughter. God, my wife, I'm only 26 at that time, 26, 26. God, I'm not, I'm not, I know I'm not done living for you. I know I'm not done doing what you called me to do. And I remember when God literally said the first time I've heard God clearly in a long time. uh, And he said, if I don't do, if you don't do what I called you to do, what I purposed you to do, what I placed you to do, I'm taking you home. What's the point of me keeping you on this earth if you're not going to do what I told you to do? He says, you have a choice to make. So I chose, obviously, <laughs> to make sure my foundation was in him. But if if my foundation wasn't in God at that moment, when everything, when the doctor said, it's not looking good, if my foundation was weak, guess what? I probably wouldn't be here. Yeah. Because I didn't, I would have failed. I would have fainted. I would have collapsed because my foundation wasn't weak. I knew who to go to to make sure my foundation is tightened. When I felt, like I said, a, a two by four was weakened, God came and tightened it. Yeah. He came and put a nail back in it. And it just it just reminds me of if God, if God himself brought his son down to this earth, for him to die, put nails on his hands for us, that means that he can come and he can nail things in our life to make sure that our foundations are not shaken. God said, I've come to make sure that your foundation would never be shaken. Yes. I had to go to the carpenter, which is God. They said in the Bible that God was a carpenter. Why was he a carpenter? Because he knew how to rebuild and he knew how to build. And at that moment when my foundation was shaken, I was realized that my foundation is not on sand. (laughs) Because when all else failed, when I was getting ready, I say to meet the maker the maker came to me and if I didn't if I wasn't founded, if my if my foundation wasn't in him, I wouldn't have been able to hear him. Obviously, I'm here today to say that I'm only but five days, four days later, 
I was able to go home on the eighth day. Yeah. You know, fool says God works in numbers. Eight is the number of new beginnings. My new beginning started when I walked out of that hospital the eighth day. <laughs> yeah, I might have left with oxygen, but I was out of that oxygen within a week. Yeah. And I'm here to say my foundation was in him. When all else fails, the reason why my foundation stays strong is because at birth, I was supposed to die. I told you this a couple of days ago. At birth, my 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 at birth, I was supposed to die. My twin brother did instead. At 15 years old, my best friend died. That wasn't for him. At 26, I was supposed to die because my lungs were collapsing. So why wouldn't my foundation be? Most people would think my foundation would be weak. Right. Obviously, at birth, I didn't know I was going to. I didn't know anything about that. But at 15, I knew mm-hmm. I was just talking about me. And my mom were just talking about that yesterday. And actually, my mom said that me, I was devastated. I never seen him cry like that. Man, 26 tears falling down my eyes. Can't even breathe. Gasping for air in a hospital. Seeing my daughter on FaceTime. Telling daddy, you coming home, right? Not knowing if I was coming home. Yeah. See, I think like situations like that, I mean, they're going to do one or two things with your foundation. It's going to either break it down. It's going to strengthen it. You know, I'm not going to say I didn't have weak spots in my foundation because there was a little bit of like, God, a little bit of doubt. Come on, God, like, you know, and and there was a little bit of weakness in there. Yeah. But you know what thing I love about Jesus? He's a carpenter and he repairs. One of the first things that people do when they buy a home is they look at the what foundation. Yep. Because if the foundation is good, the house is good. The house is good. You know, and that's why I was like, dude, man, if my foundation wasn't shaken in those areas, in those moments, now I'm able to make sure my foundation is so strong, I can help a brother when their foundation is weak. I can help a a family member when their foundation is weak. Yeah. Because I was able to get mine strengthened, and even when it got shaken, it got repaired immediately. Yeah. You know, I put in, I put in that, uh, I put in that quote and God, God gave me that quote of good. And I was like, cool. Uh, he put in the quote and God came and answered, you know? So <laughs> like that. what you think, what you think about foundation and maybe, maybe if, if you can share like a little story that maybe when your foundation, you don't have to go into detail, but maybe something that your foundation was probably a little bit shaken and you realize that my foundation is strong cause it's in him. No, yeah. Um, so everybody knows, or if you don't know, I went to the military. I went to the Air Force. Uh, I was in for four years. And um, I grew up in church, right? My parents got saved when I was five. And so I've been attending a church my whole life. And this is a conversation, this is a story about my grandpa. We, you know about my grandpa. My grandpa's name is Merced. And um, love that guy, man. It was a time when this guy was like a complete alcoholic, druggy, drunk drug dealer and he's like he was a fighter just bitterness and anger in him uh you wouldn't recognize him from when he was bad to when he was good now i didn't see a lot of the bad uh, i was his grandson and he loved me and he, he did very well to hide that stuff from me real stern you know as a grandpa growing up you, so you saw a lot of the good i saw a lot of the good yeah that's good but i lived um let me see um see when he got saved this is the thing see my my grandma uh, she witnessed a lot of stuff with my grandpa, but all she would do is pray, even when there was no speaking to him, she no was, receptiveness. So, so your your grandma she was, she was always in the faith. 
Oh, always. Okay. Oh, yeah. She she grew up. So, yeah, my grandma's a pastor's kid. So my great grandpa okay. is the one who founded my home church. Okay. And so, um, so she had always prayed for her husband, my grandpa. And uh, it wasn't until that one day, man, just persistently praying, um, interceding for him, always to the father, that he gave his life up. And so when he did, it was like it was a game changer. He then became a staple or a pillar of the family, for the family. So uh, my grandpa, the fact that he changed, he was like a, a salt of Paul, you know, changed himself 180 degrees. Now started walking, he's completely bold and unashamed for Christ. Um, he had passed away when I was in the military. So about my, my first year in, yeah, first year, not even, fit, not, not even completing a, a full year. Um, he ended up passing away. And from there, it was devastating. It caused a lot of hurt in my family. Um, just one person we didn't expect to, you know, to pass away. Um, and so him being the pillar of the family, I would say that our foundation was shaken as a family. And uh, a lot of us went on different paths. Some of us either stayed rooted in, in our relationship with God. Others, you know, went out and, and ended up exploring. And that amongst, like, a lot of other stuff that happened to us was personal or just in general. Um, but um, I, I know that uh, the Bible says, raise a child up in the ways of the Lord, he'll never, and he'll never depart from you, never, right? Never. And so, like, I know a lot of us have ourselves rooted in God. It's just a matter of like wanting to choose and accept them again, you know? So fortunately enough, um, I was one of uh, the few that stayed in my relationship with God. Um, and I always pray for my family all the time. Uh, never casting judgment. I love them so much. And all I want to see is what my grandpa always wanted to see is our whole family being together as a whole. But during that time, our foundation was shaken. So there's things that, that got to be considered. Like, are you going to allow those times, those situations to to break you down and really tear you apart and divide you, you know, as our family in a sense was divided spiritually speaking, you know, yeah. not physically. We still spend, we spend a lot of time together. We love each other and stuff, but now there's just more things that have crept in, yeah. you know, that caused division in the family. Um, and, and do I believe restoration is going to happen to our family? Absolutely. You know, just like my grandma prayed for my grandpa, I'm going to continue to pray for my family. You think it's starting to happen? Be a, 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 I think so. I think, yeah, I, I, I absolutely think so. Um, but I think I think it's gonna be made whole. You know, we're Soon. gonna get a one hundred percent healing Soon, yeah. in the future. But I won't ever stop praying for that. What um, kept your What kept your foundation? Uh, what kept your foundation strong while others around you? That's a great question. While others around you, foundation was weakened. So, um, military is not a good um, environment. Pretty toxic environment. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah. So you can you can easily fall into temptation and some other stuff. But I was fortunate enough as I joined the military, my parents came and they brought me my car from California to here. My dad drove it um, and he brought me my car. I wasn't stationed in Kansas. And dude, we right away, he was like looking for churches, bro. Simply God churches, our denomination. So the Simply God churches, we found when we went to a Saturday night service, we figured we'd go to a Saturday night service and then we'll go hit up a different church on a Sunday morning. And my parents were only there for three days. They got there on Friday. They were going to be there for Saturday, Sunday and leave on Monday. Okay. So then we showed up. Uh, on a Saturday night service, and we loved it so much, man. Uh, at the time, it was called Maranatha Worship Center. Now it's called Zaic, as in Mosaic, the phonetic spelling. And so it was Maranatha at the time. And hey, that's a cool name. Yeah, Zaic, you like it? Yeah, I like <laughs> Z -A -I -K. that. That's pretty sick. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you would like it. <laughs> that's pretty sick. But so we met, you know, the worship pastor, the lead pastor, uh, um, youth pastor, went to go have dinner with them. And then the next day is when I ended up meeting my wife. At the time, it wasn't my wife, obviously. Woo! Come and out then, with somebody. But having seen, like, it, it didn't stop. Like, my parents, they wanted me to get plugged into church right away. 
church is very important. Community is important, right? You said, Pifu just talked about it uh, not too long ago. He said, hey, uh, 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 a person without a church is an orphan, you know? So get yourself plugged in, create a family, you know, be involved with the family where you belong. And so I grew into a family over there at, at Maranatha. And, um, and, you know, where we invited 450 people to our wedding and like 400 people were from the church, literally, you wow. know? So, and, but there helped me stay rooted in my relationship with God. Now, what I could have done is just not go to church, possibly just reject after my parents had left, just said, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna go. And, uh, I'm just gonna go live my I life. I be consistent. Yeah, and I'll just go live my life, do what I want. I could have made that choice, but I decided to be rooted in a church and they helped me get myself out of certain addictions, certain problems, you know, and build my relationship up with God. Strong started getting yeah. into uh, uh, um, the worship team over there, which I, I started playing the uh, the acoustic guitar. That's why I started building up that talent, that skill and that gift. Um, but dude, it was just surrounding myself with people who had a similar love for God. We all love Jesus and they built me up. You know, we talk about the inner, like wh who's your inner circle? You know, who are like your top five people that, that you can talk to, whether they're mentors or mentees or anybody you can always like help lift up or, the, or they can lift you up, you know? Who and, can you name right now? Give me five right now. Oh, five right now? Okay, so for sure you, Timmy B, I'll say Matthew, uh, my brother Alex, my dad, and P4, that's six. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, our pastor Jim. That's a given one. You always got to go to your spiritual authority yeah. Yeah. In, in that area. So, but we're talking about like five, six, even seven, you know. Um, I mean, I talked to Ray, you know, about some stuff. Hey, you guys are my boys, so, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but we can have deep conversations that will allow us to be able to move forward and learn, you know, from, from our past mistakes. But so being surrounded, and I get encouraged by it. See, you always want like your inner circle, the people in my church, every time I'm like, my, 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 my best friend, Oscar, bro, he's definitely in my inner five. You know, I'll call him. Uh, uh, um, it used to be once a week. I'll, I'll call him every once in a while, you know. But it's like we just pick it up where we left off, you know. And it won't be That's too, so cool, man. Bro, and, and this I guy, love that. And, like, he's one of the people I go to for advice. You're talking about somebody who loves God, who actively seeks God every day. Is in That's the, the man right there. Yeah, so when I have conversation with my boy, Oscar, uh, we are. I'm leaving that conversation lifted. Like, yes, my foundation uh, is solid, you know, and he's helped yeah. me out in there. Yeah. And he definitely helped out the four years that I was there. But um, it was it was surrounding myself with people who love God. And that's why, like, I got family members. They, they surround themselves with people who just who don't know Jesus, either one or two, just completely toxic for the life, you know, and just don't prioritize a lot of things. There's no responsibility and stuff. And we love those people. No matter what, we're always going to want to look at people with with in God's perspective, the eyes of grace and compassion. You know, that we want people's lives to be changed, you know, and in, in, in going that direction to having a relationship with God. Um, but there are some times where you got to be smart and wise about it. You got to assess your situation. Assess your situation about who do I really need to cut out so that I can progress. My dad used to be a correction officer for 11 years. When he got saved, he made the decision, a hard decision for 11 years, man, making some good money, good income right here at uh, Federal County Jail. And he decided to quit. He said he didn't want to be in that environment anymore because he'd been changed and he wanted to demonstrate that he can be changed from the inside out. So he was changed from the inside now he needed to be changed from the outside. And so he quit that job to get out of that environment so that he can find himself some other location where he can then be used a little bit more. Because that'll bring you down. A location, people, they'll bring you down. They'll tie you down. They'll hinder you from falling, you know, strengthening your walk with God. And so that's where your foundation will be shaken. So like I like what we used to say um, back in CR. They say, I'll go to hell and back for you, but I won't stay there. 
you know so in our case when we talk about like well hold up joey like why did your dad leave the place you know or or you know why, why don't you guys spend time with other people who, who don't believe in god it's not no we do trust me we do but you don't stay in those environments right there where you're like you're one your percent your your your, your testimony is going to be tainted and two like you don't want to um allow yourself to be placed in those temptations you know especially yeah. knowing your past like bro i'm gonna go ahead and make sure i'm gonna spend time with with my friends and family who whether they know jesus or not you know but you won't see me there drinking you won't see me there smoking you won't see me there partying you won't see me there with girls you you won't see the old joey so then i'm gonna move forward from that you know yeah so i'll spend time with people who don't know god you know but uh you won't like i said you you'll i'll go to hell and back for you i just won't stay there i just won't stay there i won't be involved in that kind of lifestyle anymore so yeah that's so good my church family man huge yeah so what i what i got out of it is if it wasn't that you had your mom and dad that you honored so much come and in the midst of what seemed to be hard because the pillar of your family passed away you were thousands of miles away you didn't have to go to church because once they left i would have left too yeah whatever i ain't going back to church but because you honored because you honor your mom and dad so much your foundation was your foundation was so strong with god and your parents realized if we don't find this man in church here his foundation will be weakened like others yeah i'm not saying that your family's weakened i'm just saying others in general yeah yeah no, and that's very true. And it's the love of my parents that they wanted to be able to take the step forward, even if they got to hold my hand, you know? At the time, like, yeah, I needed somebody to take me to church and be like, hey, you need to start getting plugged in right here. And it was my parents. They didn't want to see me fall. Why give them, their son, the option not to go to church and fall yes. into, you know, that, that yeah. kind of sin and backslide? So it, it was not only that, though, Nemo, but it was also the fact that, because I said it was a pillar of my family, my grandfather who had passed away, right? Uh, um, but I also didn't want to make them a, that that excuse of like he was the reason why you know i had a relationship with god because he wasn't guess what i i i gave my life to god when i was 12 but like i said my parents got saved when i was five so i had been serving in church since the day i was five years old you know straight arrows royal rangers bro i remember right freaking psalms 23 man uh as as a five-year-old bro yeah bro so i had a relationship with god before my grandpa got saved why can't i continue having a relationship with god you know after he isn't here so there was no excuse for me not to continue my relationship with God. I didn't want to use an excuse. I'm not that kind of person. That's so good, man, because so many people will use excuses. Um, so many, so many excuses. And I, I say this, your foundation was just built on cookie cutters. Yeah. When you have somebody do a job cheaper, that's why your foundation is a little, that's when you put a ball at the end and it slides down. You know what that means? It means your foundation was not built correctly. And sometimes in life, we do not live our full potential because our foundation was built off of something that wasn't sturdy. Yeah. And it's like, man, dude. Okay. I just, I had asked you five people, name five people, right? I got five. Give me your five. Obviously my pastor, cause he, he just texts me randomly throughout the week. I'm praying for you. How's everything going? It's just that to me, like it's crazy. Uh, my pastor, you, um, Tim, Aaron and uh, my dad like I love my dad and I know even in the midst of what we've gone through my dad has foundation has been strong yeah the reason why my foundation is strong like it is today is because I had an example at home that when life hit even hard for my family 
I don't think people understand the magnitude of the things that I've gone through in the last what, seven, eight months, almost a year. Yeah. COVID in September. Uh, get out of COVID. Grandma almost passes away in September. She obviously then passes away in January. Yeah. And then two weeks later, not even two weeks, 11 days later, my grandpa dies out of nowhere. So I lose two of the biggest people that are so important to me. <laughs> yeah. In this, I mean, in a blink of an eye. Yeah. Then this past week, my aunt's in the hospital. If my foundation was not on God, if my foundation was not built on God, I'd be right now going crazy. Yeah. But because I know that my foundation is in him, my trust is in him, that my belief is in him. My God, God is my everything. He's everything. If I'm if I'm a construction worker, he's my manager. That simple. Yeah. I'm leaving him that leaving him with everything that I have, everything that I am. He's my project manager. He's going to he's going to tell me exactly what needs to be done, how it needs to be done. You know why? Because he wrote the blueprint. Why? Because he has the blueprint. And why wouldn't you listen to someone who has the blueprint for your life? They know the plans. Bible says it. Jeremiah 20, 11, that's our, that's our scripture at our church. Yeah. You know, it's like it's that simple. You, you, you want to know how your foundation stays strong, how your foundations, how your foundation doesn't be shaken. So that way your next generation foundation won't be weakened. It's by having your faith, your full trust, belief, everything that you are, everything that you will ever be is in him. If God wasn't my project manager, boy, this this house would be all over the place. Yeah. But because I know that he has the blueprint to my life, I'm going to trust him in everything. Yeah. It's been very hard for me, but guess what? My foundation is in him. He he's the hey, he's the project manager. He 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 wrote that. He wrote that blueprint out for me. Don't worry about it. He's I got it. He's got it all. Mm-hmm. I trust and believe in him. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that um when I was working at Stanford, um the project managers at Stanford believed had belief in us and faith that we were going to get the job done when it needed to be done. Yeah. They had to have faith, trust and faith and belief in us that when we ran cable on, on, on the ceilings, right in between the ceiling, that we did it correctly because not every job was inspected. Not every job that we did was inspected. So they had to believe that we ran it correctly, yeah. ran it properly. So guess what? That way, that thing is not messed up. When we would run cable to very critical areas, we had, they, they had, they believed that Nehemiah, my dad, uh, my, my other co-workers, we did the job the properly. Job. The correct way, yeah. Because it was them on the line. Exactly. So why isn't you, why don't you live your life like that? As if there's always something on the line. God gives you Which there is. the blueprint. Yeah. And he will reveal you reveal to you the blueprint. Pastor talked about it today. How? Through prayer and scripture. Yeah. You'll keep reading, you keep looking, you keep seeking, you keep asking. That's how a foundation is built. By praying, by seeking. By by letting go of you of your past self and pick it up your new self mm-hmm. every single day. Mm-hmm. Denying yourself every day and picking up your cross every day. 
every it single day. It is a non-stop day. battle. Every single day. Like that's the battle until the day you die yeah. and you enter the gates of heaven. Mm-hmm. That's your battle every day right there. Yeah. And it cannot stop. And be like that for somebody else. When someone else's foundation is shaken, when someone else's foundation is weakened, repair the wood. Put more nails into that wood. Yeah. If it needs to be cut out and, and a new one put in, do it for them. Mm-hmm. If you see cracks in their concrete, fill it in. Yeah. Fill it in because they might not be strong enough. For them. They might not even see that crack, but you do. Yeah. That's they might true. not even see that thing being wicked and shaken, that's, that's but true. you do. That's very true. Don't be selfish enough to not see it, but be selfless enough to be there and do it. Because guess what? Someone else's foundation will be strengthened off of your life, yeah. off of what you've been through, off of the, the, the stories and the things that you, your spouse, uh, your past life, your family, someone's life will be strengthened by you. Yeah. God put us on this earth for a reason. That's why you said you got to protect your testimony. Well, your testimony will bring so many healing to someone else. Mm-hmm. Why? Because that's what life does. Mm-hmm. Don't be selfish. But be selfless. Yeah. If you see that thing being shaken, if you see someone else's foundation being weakened, go be the strength for them. Yeah. Go be the rebuilder for them. Yeah. I shared with you. My name is Nehemiah. Nehemiah was a rebuilder. If Nehemiah was prideful and didn't see the vision that God gave him, the walls of Je- the walls of Jerusalem would have never been built. But he had to notice that. And when he noticed that it was it was weakened, obviously they were torn down. What did he do? He went and rebuilt. Yeah. He took everybody around. He said, come on, let's go rebuild this. Because mm-hmm. our city, our home will never be the same after this. Yeah. That's how you got to live your life every day. Someone else's life or even your life, it's never going to be the same. It's going to be better. Yeah. I'm not going to let anything or any circumstance, any hole, any any drought, any rain, any hurricane, any tsunami any storm come in the way of my foundation being shaken exactly because someone's life depends my life depends on it my daughter's life depends on yeah my 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 generations to come depend on it if my dad's foundation wasn't strong nehemiah's foundation wouldn't be but because my dad's foundation is strong with god my foundation was able to be strong with god he got to demonstrate an example towards exactly. you what a strong foundation in God looks like. That's where you get it from. Yep. So practical stuff, man. Read your word. The Bible is the living word of God. And when I say living, I mean, there's no way you read that word and not feel something, not feel the Holy Spirit move and change your life. You could pick up, a, you can read one memory All verse right. and God can move in your life. Pastor challenged us at church. And I'm going to challenge us right now. I love the fact that Pastor did this, so I'm going to do this too. Pastor said, instead of every day picking up your phone in the morning and um, going straight to social media, he says, read your word. He says, read Psalm, Psalm 91, 91. Uh, verse 1 through 16. He said, but especially 14, 15, and 16. Because that's God speaking to us. You about to read it right now? Or? No, I can't. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but, but. As man, a matter of fact, let's put. Can we put Pastor's clip in here or no? We can. We just got to send it to me. I'll send, send it to Send you. it to me. Send it to me. That right there, listen, bro. Listen to our pastor saying it. That pumped me up. Today was probably one of my favorite messages that Pastor has ever preached. Bro. I almost, I almost <laughs> took my shoe off and threw it at him, bro. 
God, man, dude. If these people don't see it, they now nah, all of a sudden they stupid. They're not stupid. They just they just not opening their eyes. They need my glasses. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what we want. They, listen, man. just listen to what your pastors have to say. Because that'll that, build your foundation. Bro, that strengthened me so much even yeah. more. Because in the midst of my storm, woo, God got me. You know? He's got me. It's that simple. I'm about to flip this table over, bro. No, bro. Check this clip out, Pastor Jim. Man. Right, we're gonna have to end it because I'm about to I'm about to flip this desk over. Said, but pastors, man, I, it was so good. I even said, Pastor, I need your notes. <laughs> like it and was he sent it to you. He sent it to me. It was, like, it was just that good. I told my dad, I was like, Psh. Pastor was in that duffel. He was in that duffel bag. Dude, I think that's a good idea. I will talk about it afterwards. But let's do like a pastor. Uh, um, uh, a Sunday message recap, man. I think we need yeah. to do something like that. We need to have him on there. We need to have Pastor, Pastor Jim. Come on, man. Before we move out of here. <laughs> 30 years in ministry. I know he's got some wisdom to give to people. People might think, oh, he hasn't lived life. Yeah, okay. He just admitted today he used to fight. I was like, <laughs> she said, no wonder you and Pastor get along. <laughs> <laughs> she told you that? I said, shut up, girl. <laughs> She's like, he preaching to you today, babe. I said, yeah, he is. I ain't gonna lie. It was good too. Boy, I was in here taking notes. Man. It was it was such a great word today. It, it built me a lot and it challenged me a lot too, yeah. man. So that's so good, man. Yeah, man. That's so good. Helps build the foundation. Yeah. Yeah. On the daily. That's so good. So so let's make that challenge to everybody. Yeah. Reem Psalms uh 91. 91. When you one wake through, up, one get off 16. your phone. The first thing you don't do is get on social media How and, about if, that? and if and if you don't have a bible you obviously get on your phone get the bible app yeah and read it you can put notifications on there so you can read it and no trust me bible app will notify you you gotta read today yeah so do that if not go if not but i i'd prefer you read go to target go to target walmart uh you can go to your local christian bookstores which they still have some here in fresno i know that right they have the one app. Yeah. Um, if not, Amazon. Get you a buy one Amazon. Get you something that you you can read. NLT, NIV, New King James Version. They're all good versions. The Message Version. Uh, they're all good versions that are very very good to understand. Uh, I think New King James and NIV are my two favorite. Yeah, I listen. To, I I have mine's NIV. Mine's NIV as well. Um, and I hey, read it, man. It's challenge challenge yourself every day to your foundation will be stronger when you read. When you read, uh, when you when you pour life into yourself, especially in the morning, man. Right when your day starts, you wake up early, man. Just read that. It's read that, that word. one little thing. That one little thing will do something to your foundation. So if you have no idea where to start, we're telling you Psalms ninety one every day. Such a man for at least the next week before you start reading other passages. But Psalms ninety one, don't forget that. Such a good man, pa- pastor. <laughs> Next time you preach like that, I'm throwing my shoe at you. <laughs> I'm just letting you know right now. They, my shoe uh, everybody going to be looking at me like, what's wrong with our drummer? <laughs> he is tripping. Shoot. Throw your drumstick at him, bro. I almost, I almost flipped the whole thing over when the boy started preaching. Boy, <gasps> boy, get it. The uh, whole drum case. What happened to drum case? <laughs> Nemo, bro. He got excited. Patch the Holy was, Spirit. Patch was, Patch was preaching too good to that boy right there. Uh, but it was, it was great, man. And uh, it's so great to know that we have... We have we have a, we have a, our lead. I, I use it as a construction word, right? You got your project managers, you got your managers, and then you got your leads. Pa- our pastor is just our manager. Yep. 
He's gonna give us the information. Now it's time for us to go build. That's simple. Go. Okay, construction analogies, Nemo. Yeah, because our I God's like a it. carpenter. Yeah, he is. So they said in the Bible, Jesus was a carpenter. You know, because he was, he, he liked to build. Come on now, he liked to build <laughs> physically and spiritually. <laughs> Building the kingdom. That's all it's all about. So. Go ahead and uh, close this out, man. Guys, we appreciate you guys listening in on this conversation about a solid foundation, not being weak. Just be reminded that every day you got to give yourself as a living sacrifice, your time, your effort, your gift to God. Don't give an opportunity for the devil to come in and divide. It can't be that. It could be anything from the smallest to the biggest that he can come in to try to split a wedge between you and your relationship with God. But don't give him that opportunity. So like we said with the challenge, as you wake up in the morning, wake up early, uh, 30 minutes before, you know, work or whatever it is that you got to do. Um, start your day off with God. God being the center of your relationship. Strengthen that foundation. Psalms 91. Just check it out. Read it. Like I said, we're putting the clip up already if you haven't already listened to it. Um, Psalms 91, man. If that doesn't move you, the living word of God, if that doesn't move you, man, I don't know what else, what else will. But I promise you, God's the only solid foundation that your life is dependent on nothing else really matters that's so, simple we appreciate you guys listening to us man yeah. um if you guys have any comments you guys want to talk about anything else or even suggestions on different topics or even questions go ahead and feel free um to just write them down on the bottom you know yeah. um subscribe to us like we talked about boss boss podcast go ahead and subscribe to our boys Bob Crosshouse. i can't even say it but Boss podcast. Boss. I don't want to do it. But um, go ahead and support our boys, man. Support our boys. um, That's another great podcast. Also, uh, Preacher's Hour, another great podcast. Preacher's Hour. To go and uh, you want to get filled with the word, go ahead and listen to them as Mm -hmm. well. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in, man. Appreciate Uh, it, guys. Appreciate it. Um, Aaron. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't forget about you, baby. Heck no. I miss you, brother. We Hurry up and come Aaron, back. Aaron was in, we got to put Aaron in the beginning, okay? Okay, yeah. He I was will, in the beginning. I will, I will. We just didn't introduce Aaron to you guys. Yeah, but... Uh, everybody knows Aaron. Everybody knows Aaron. No um, no introduction needed. For sure not. But yeah, man. Thank you guys for tuning in, and um, we'll see you guys on the next one. Yeah, love you guys. Peace. Peace, love, and chicken grease.